afternoon, friends, family, colleagues. Welcome to yet another episode of the Sideliners Podcast. I am your host, Brad Siegel, joined on this lovely Monday, Martin Luther King Jr. Day, by my lovely co-host, Mr. Mr. Benjamin Salise. How are we doing today? I'm feeling sluggish, I'm f- and I'm feeling immense amounts of sadness. Why is that? I can't imagine why. <laughs> I can't imagine why can't that imagine would be the case. I can't imagine. Maybe, maybe we'll get into it later in the episode. Yes. <laughs> oh man, yes. it's gonna it's gonna be a roller coaster when we get there. But before that, let's get into some something that we haven't talked about in a little bit, but has been you know having going through its great regular season is college basketball and. The, the fun times that it provides and us knowing absolutely nothing about what's going to happen. No, that's so true. And, and I almost think that, like, the regular season doesn't matter a whole lot in college basketball. And also, like, what was I going to say? Now, now that, you know, college football is taking a, a back seat now the season's over, we got to get creative a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, do. But this was actually a really eventful weekend in college basketball as nine ranked teams lost on Saturday. You've got um, Texas – Michigan State, Texas Tech, Seton Hall, Tennessee, LSU, um, Alabama, and USC. So, and then not to mention the the big faller that's kind of been slipping a little bit these past, right. this past week. Baylor losing Baylor. two straight. Um, mm-hmm. I I got the notification when they lost to Tech on my phone, and I was like, oh, that's that's interesting. And then. They also lost to who else? Was it Oklahoma, Oklahoma State? Oklahoma State, yeah. Not to mention both of these games were in Waco. Right. Um, That's strange. Concern. Probably not really, honestly. It's just Again. maybe a little lapse. Yeah, it doesn't matter week. a ton. Um, I mean, just, you know, getting upsets here and there. Um, UT is obviously not doing the best right now. We lost yeah. to Iowa State. We're not State. that great. You know, we're... we're... We're average. We're an average team. But again, it all depends. If we get hot at the right time, like we could be as good as anyone going into the tournament. Right. It all depends. So um and going off of, you know, the nine teams that lost uh this weekend, Gonzaga's now found themselves back at the number one spot almost by like default, it seems. Cause it does seem that way. Because who else are you gonna put there, I guess? And um, you know, good one for Purdue today. I was watching that game. That was a great game. Purdue, yeah, Illinois. Yeah. Right. Um, that, was, that was super good. Yeah. Illinois yeah. actually risen up. Rose. Yeah, Kofi Coburn is having, having a season like we knew he would. <laughs> yes. Yep. Um, I mean, honestly, just, you know, you can't wait until March because everything just gets so much interesting. Unless you're obviously a UT fan where everything just gets really sad all the time. Yeah. It's... it's it's kind of disappointing. Much you know, like another thing that was disappointing. I'm not going to get into it yet. I can feel the anger building up in me talking about this. <laughs> yeah, so a uh, new AP poll came out today. Top five, you got Gonzaga, Auburn, Arizona, Purdue, Baylor. Nothing too surprising. Auburn is honestly kind of quietly having a great season. I know. I'm, I'm really surprised by that. I'm like, I haven't heard anything out of Arizona. I mean, there's six or, or, or Auburn and Arizona. Those are the only two teams with one loss. Right, maybe in all of college basketball, it sure seems to look at look like this in terms of the poll right now. Um, 
you know, I I guess I expect Baylor to kind of just creep back up there and yeah. a little bit, and then Duke is also making just just a little bit of noise. They've they've had a bounce back season, obviously from last year's disappointment. So you know, Good. everything is kind of falling into place, I guess. Um, Indeed. Teams that I'm surprised, or um, I guess USC. I mean, they dropped 11 spots, which is just yeah. I mean, losing that's, to that's, Oregon that's, at home is not great. Big, it's a big fall, and obviously Illinois being our biggest riser, jumping up eight spots. Um, you know, just seems to hit in their stride. Uh, just doesn't work. Except they did lose today. Yeah, which I mean, it's also to Purdue. So maybe they'll drop like one spot after yeah, their next true. game this week. I I don't expect it to be like that big, honestly. Um, because I'm because in college basketball, I mean losses. I mean unless it's to like a really really bad team, I mean they don't hurt you too bad. Yeah, it doesn't hurt you really that much either. And like we said, the AP ranking. I mean, just so it gives you a general idea of like who's good and who's not. But honestly, it really only comes down to the conference uh, tournaments and just being on that bubble of getting into the tournament. So we'll wait and see. We will. We'll, we'll stand by. Right. Um, all right. So it's come to that time where we, you know, we thank anchor and uh, put Ben on the spot and I have a, I have a new idea for you, but first um, just like to thank anchor as always. We do love anchor. We do love anchor. Yes. Okay, Ben, I have a prompt for you today. A prompt. Okay. Sort of, sort of. For the next minute, I want you to talk about something that makes you happy. Something that makes me happy. That happened to you recently. Happened to me recently. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, I was doing my dutiful duties of volunteering out in my community, and I helped out um, clean up the lake here, um, downtown Austin. And you know, it's honestly, I mean. At least people at our school, I feel like they kind of had like mixed feelings about volunteer. But honestly, when I go out there, I I tend to have like a lot of fun just meeting new people, meeting new faces. It's it's awesome, and honestly, you know, you you feel good about yourself because maybe maybe that's a little selfish. I'm not sure, but you know, you're helping out your city, meeting new people. What's what's not to love about that? Honestly, um, what's that like 40 seconds i mean yeah, at least you still got, you still got a more time. <laughs> yeah i mean at least for you you're also involved in um youth organizations so obviously that contributes to your happiness i assume it does i would say it does there's yeah. the minute but you know i um yeah i we actually just had a our big convention canceled because of covid that is highly unfortunate it's I, a bummer um but you know, we we digress. We uh... I, actually, I did. I I'm pretty sure I heard Joe talking about it with one of our friends that Joe were planning planning it soon, and obviously now it's canceled. So that's kind of yes. it's very very sad, Brad. I'm... It is. It is sad. You know. Um, you know what? Mostly wasn't sad though. Wild card weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is like awkward. I like don't even know what to like. Let's, I just, let, 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 let's just go do the games in order because no, I think let's not. I think let's not do that. I think let's get it all out right now, maybe. Yeah. yeah I, 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 oh man. I have to say I'm surprised um, at how it went, but let me let me say, I did right. say, okay. Right. I said if the Cowboys don't start out hot, 
it's going to be hard for them to come back. And it, mm-hmm. they almost did, but it was hard. Yeah. Um, yeah, you put it best. I mean, when this team starts out slow, it's, it's hard to get back. Honestly, I want to break this season down into four parts. Okay, the first part is the Buccaneers game just by itself. Okay. And then we have everything up until the Broncos game. And then we have everything after the Broncos game. And then we have this game. Four parts of the season. The Bucks game, it's a microcosm of our entire season. Offense looks good at times, struggled a little bit, and defense is able to make plays when it matters most, but just falling a little bit short, right? Yeah. And then second part of the season, offense is dominating, defense is finding its rhythm. Everything is just looking absolutely fantastic. And after the Broncos game, something goes wrong, and the offense is just shaky, it's inconsistent, the run game isn't as good as it once was. And then and then towards the end of the season, obviously we're putting up big numbers on offense against really bad teams. And then we have the San Francisco game. And I'm I'm just this team has too much talent for it to be a first round exit. Way too much talent. It is upsetting and it is appalling. And the fact that Mike McCarthy is staying for another season just fills me with absolute dread. It it is kind of blame you. He's he's bad. I, I honestly would argue. He's a bottom five head coach. Bottom three head coach. <laughs> um, oh, man. No, I said, I remember we talked about how just a few weeks ago, Cliff Kingsbury seemed like a good coach. And I said on here, it's literally just because Mike McCarthy made him look good. I stand by that. Um, yeah. Um, I think I, I speak for all Cowboys fans um, in in that sense of anti-Mike McCarthy narrative right now. Oh, dude, it's, it's big right now. I mean, just – they they didn't look prepared to play, and then on. I mean, obviously credit to the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. That, he is a good coach. He, he is a good coach. He, he brought out his team ready to play. Top five coach. Top five coach. And you know they kicked us in the teeth in that first quarter, just going up and down the field. Um, and then the only reason like this game isn't like you know like thirty thirty something this to like ten is because of our defense. Dan Quinn did an amazing job of just. You know, just getting stops when they needed to. And, I mean, obviously, Kellen Moore, I don't know if just it was an off day play calling. That must have been it because that offense was just putrid. Zeke and Pollard combined for, I think it was 42 rushing yards. Mm. Um, And I posted a TikTok recently about why Dallas isn't going to win the Super Bowl. The first thing I said was the run game. So obviously there's there's one box, um, and then Diggs and Diggs and Anthony Brown. Diggs was getting burned by Brandon Ayuk the entire game, and then I'm guessing they had Brown on Debo, but they landed Debo in all these different packages, so it, nobody's really yeah. covering him, I guess. But Anthony Brown was getting torched beyond belief. He had the pick. I don't really care. We didn't even get to see his airline all that much. So, I mean, two out of three boxes, and then Mike McCarthy, the big old. The big old box to check it off. It's just uh, a quarterback draw. With yeah, seconds left. Do you? What is your stance on? Like, is it the, really? Is it the refs' fault that that they weren't able to get the ball off? No, we should have been in this game more to where. I agree. I I've uh, always said I I think maybe that makes a difference and maybe you do have that one more play, but it, like. You can't blame an entire game on the refs because if you had been what you're about, it wouldn't have mattered. 
it wouldn't have mattered. And honestly, like the only person I can say that I'm actually happy how they played was Amari. Everybody else did not come to play. And I, and and I really I think the penalties. Stand by that. The penalty. I mean, the penalties were killer. Right. Killer, killer. I thought at the end when they got that defensive holding, when the 49ers were running out the clock, I mean, mm-hmm. I, was, I felt like watching a Giants game, really. I mean, like, I, I, was, I was thinking about this. Like, the first three, four, five penalties, that's – maybe that's just nerves. But to get, t- like, ten more penalties after that, that is a coaching thing. That is a mental thing on the players, just not dialing in as the game continues. That is a, right. that is a coaching thing. I'd, I, I'm, I'm just – I'm befuddled. Yeah, I'm, I'm horn swoggled. swoggled. I'm horn swoggled. I, yeah. I just, I'm so disappointed in this goddamn team. Uh, well, let me put it into perspective for you. Your team finished with 12 wins this year, right? My team finished with four. <laughs> yeah, but your team is like actually bad. Like I understand. So you should, you know. I mean, we lost. We lost to a clearly inferior team i believe yeah um you know like we said uh you know this team can only go as far as jimmy garoppolo will take them but i mean can you imagine if if they had a good quarterback this i mean this team might be a super bowl favorite or up there yeah yeah i mean and i don't know how they seem to churn out rookie running backs that just work every time that i mean running backs i guess are just um you know replaceable positional value yeah high high value once you actually get one I mean, unless your name is literally Jonathan Taylor, Nick Chubb, or Derrick Henry, you're not going to really build a franchise around a running back anymore, I guess. So yeah, uh, I'm disappointed with this outcome. Yeah, I think I think McCarthy needs to go. Is it possible for him to like? Will he? Is there a chance he's fired before next season? I'm not sure because because here here's the problem though is the fact that he literally doesn't bring anything to the table anymore. He he called plays in Green Bay until like his last season there. Kellen Moore's calling plays. He's not a defensive mind guy. And I watched Hard Knocks and I recently got an HBO Max account. Nice. And his 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 pregame talks are just shit. I mean, he doesn't bring anything to the table other than just being a guy that's in the building and he has a presence. He's not yeah. a, he's not a good coach. So I. He doesn't really bring anything to the table, so I'm not, I'm not sure where this team goes at this point with him, and I, I hope Jerry makes a good decision, which is once in a blue moon. But, oh, this team, man, it's crazy. Also, 49ers. This. And move on to, yes, yes, we can move on. We move on. So, yeah, there. That kind of, uh, I think that was a good summary summation of. Um, what occurred, the events that occurred yesterday. Um, sending my thoughts and prayers, genuinely. Um, Tragic events. Stands. I really have tried to sympathize because I just think about how I felt after the Texas-Kansas game. And I didn't <laughs> want to hear, I didn't want to hear anything. Like, I was like, I, I didn't want to hear any of it. So I don't want to be that, you know, person. Yeah. Um, but, um, you know, it is it is difficult. And, I don't know. Ne- I, you next know. season, it's, and it's hard because next season we have a few free agents. You got to decide what to do with just some moving parts of the offense. And honestly, I'm not worried about the defense. I'm really not. It's just the offense needs to click for the entirety of the season because they, they choked. They choked. But I mean, 
there's no reason the Cowboys shouldn't win the division again next year. No, there's there's really not. And then you know, obviously considering how Philly played, I mean, they still have a lot of work to go as well. A lot of work. Um. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to mm-hmm. back to chronological order. Right. We'll Starts with Saturday afternoon, Raiders Bengals. Um, we nailed this one actually pretty much on the dot. <laughs> um, Bengals won their first playoff game in 31 years. Joey, Joey there's not much to say. I mean, they sealed it with a um, with a pick at the end. I saw on TikTok this guy had like a 10 team parlay, oh and the last leg of the parlay to make like fifty thousand dollars was um, uh, Derek Carr's throwing a pick, and he didn't throw a pick the entire game, and he threw it on the last play of the game. <laughs> oh, that's amazing! Yeah, Talk to that guy. I know. Um, yeah. It's pretty awesome. The the way I would the way I would summarize this game is the fact that if you watch the game, you knew Cincy was dominating the entire game, and then like we got to the fourth quarter in the winning minutes, and we're like, oh shit, Vegas can actually like win. Literally, this. that's exactly yeah. what happened. Um, but I mean, I just felt since he was in control the entirety of the game, it's only until like that those last few moments where it's like, oh, the Raiders are actually trying to win this game. Um, and did you see um? Yeah, I'm gonna butcher his name, but Rich Bisaccia, whatever. Yeah, Rich Bisaccia. Yeah. Um, writing letters to all the Raiders players in his hotel room, uh, just like you know, thanking them for their hard work. And this is an interim coach came into by far the most difficult situation in the NFL right now, maybe in pro sports. And you know, integrity, class, really right. did everything he could. Willed this team to the playoffs. Gave. The, the Bengals, I was about to say the Burrows, gave the Bengals a good game. <laughs> and, I mean, if you're a Raiders fan, you've got to want this guy back as your coach, right? I I mean, I think if you're a Raiders fan, you're definitely not disappointed with how this season went, considering all the stuff that happens. Um, yeah. As a coach, you know, I, I, don't see the, I don't see the problem in him in bringing him back. I, I think that he seems he, like a great guy. Yeah, he seems like a Very good likely. guy. And, you know, he's, he's, he was able to will these players to want to play for him and to continue to fight for the entire season. So, you know, yeah, bring him back. Yeah. Um, All right, yeah. moving on. Um, the Bills dominate the Pats Saturday night. I honestly didn't watch. I actually was at a place they didn't have cable TV. Uh, very- and so I'm on YouTube <laughs> finding like live streams and every like I'd be watching it for like 10 minutes and then it would just like cut and be like link in my bio. So I have to like switch live streams <laughs> and I got like just bits and pieces of the game. I really don't remember a thing. Um, uh, I watched this game up until the third quarter and honestly, it, it, it literally looked like Josh Allen had the best playoff game in the, in the entire history of the NFL. Yeah. Just- from what I can tell the Bills played a, offensively a perfect game of football yeah it was it was perfect i mean josh allen was out here breaking ankles and chucking people and launching 50 yard bombs to everybody um i think we're just went wrong for the patriots it's just that obviously mac jones inexperienced but i mean the the thing that held them most uh together most of the season was their defense and they just collapsed because who's gonna stop josh allen who's really gonna stop i mean as good, I mean, we know how good Josh Allen is, but the fact that anyone can put up near fifty points in negative wind chills, like how is that even possible? He's he's definitely like, okay, so I'm thinking, so we have three quarterbacks in terms of just pure play that we can debate on. We have Rodgers, we have Mahomes, and we have Josh Allen. Just 
just based on pure talent. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I agree. Right. And like there has to be the conversation where Josh Allen is like like fighting Rodgers and Mahomes at this point for like the top spot because the things that he does on the field is it's immaculate. It's arguably the definitely the three best arm talents in the league as of now. I would I think you could put already Mahomes and Rodgers top five, maybe top ten, maybe five arm talents all time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to add Allen to the list. I might need to see a little, just a little more. We'll see what he does. In if he goes far into this playoffs, I mean, it's it's going to be like... A... It's on. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, um, no, he looked amazing, really. He, I mean, yeah, the Bills just played a perfect game. I don't really have anything else to say other than that. It was... So true. Shut um, we don't need to spend much time on Tampa, Philadelphia. Philly was, I'm not going to say lucky to make the playoffs, but they literally didn't beat a team with a winning record. <laughs> um. And it showed. I mean, it's Tom Brady. You're not going to beat him on the road. It just They did score a couple garbage time touchdowns to make it look a little better. It didn't really matter. It just – and, I mean, the Bucks' defense was making plays. Mm-hmm. I mean, that pick in the, in the corner of the end zone, Hurts has got to see him quicker. Like, right. I, I think Hurts' Hertz's inexperience this season as a passer showed. Like, I remember against the Giants, he had a wide-open touchdown to win the game. He threw a pick, and we won. And, like – just the things that, like, just the vision and the quick decision-making. I just don't think he quite has it all yet. Yeah, he, he has major accuracy issues. There was at least, like, six passes where he just completely overthrew the receiver or just didn't put him on him. He has major accuracy issues, and that's kind so, of concerning. Right. Um, but, you know, the Eagles are kind of in a weird spot now because they do have three first-round picks, um, and they also, you know – but I don't know where you spend them, really. Uh, well, you need to get him. I think you get another receiver. You're, yeah, to, see if they can go yeah. over three. <laughs> God damn it! Um, I mean, I think their defensive line is good right now. They have Slay holding it down in the secondary. I think maybe draft another guy there, and I don't know, maybe get another lineman talent. I guess. I mean, it's it, it's hard. You just need you need Hurts to just. Get better this offseason, get another receiver, another weapon on the outside to help them. And I mean, maybe this team could actually make some noise if that happens, but just hurt hurts just needs to get better and this team might actually have a future. But I don't know. Yeah. They, they I, looked I really they looked really bad um Sunday. So I think you can definitely say. say that Devontae Smith is the best receiver on the team though. Oh oh for sure. I mean, God. Uh, Jalen Rager just makes Oh, me my bad. God. He's so bad. It's like he's laughing. so bad. bad. He he's so bad. Anyway, um, last game, last night, um, Chiefs-Steelers. This got off to the most boring start I've ever seen, ever. <laughs> I want to say it went like five punts, pick, punt. It was scoreless after a quarter. I stopped watching after that, and somehow nine touchdowns were scored. I don't yeah. really know how that happened, but I, I literally I didn't watch any of it. I I watched the first half and I was just like, ah, this game is bo-. like you said the game is boring, and I mean Kansas City's gonna run with run away with it anyway, and then lo and behold they went by three touchdowns. Um, so yeah, not a whole lot to discuss there. Chiefs outmatched the Steelers. They will go on to play the marquee matchup of divisional weekend against the Bills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that'll be awesome. It'll it'll be interesting. That game will definitely. Man, that well, man, I'm gonna just clear out my schedule for like the next yeah, four hours. Literally, I'll say right now, 
this is my my early prediction. The winner of that game wins the Super Bowl. That's that's what I'm thinking. And I, I see that. I I think I'm right. I I'll have to think about that, but I I'm I'm leaning towards agreeing to that. Let's let's get into the game tonight. Oh boy, you're going cards. I'm going Rams, right? Yeah, I yeah I think I'm going cards. I'm going cards. In my okay, and again, I, I'm giving myself this buffer. If Stafford throws two picks, it doesn't count as an L for me. It doesn't. I'm not. I'm not taking it on that. Right. Um. Obviously, Arizona gets JJ back tonight, so that's yeah, that's huge. Another guy. And I was thinking about. I've been thinking a little bit about it. We'll talk more about it on Thursday, but the Bengals Titans matchup. I I kind of like a little upset there. But Derrick Henry is coming back, and I'm like, do I really? Can I really do this? Like, right, right. But we'll talk about it. Well, we'll talk about that later. Um, yeah, we've kind of already, you know, said our piece about this game. I think that, um, Stafford's play is just gonna, it's gonna hinder the Rams a lot, and then, I don't know if yeah, the key to this game is just the Rams, um, containing Murray, which is really hard to do. So but if anyone could do it. The Rams, right? It's gonna be Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and Von Miller, um, you know, rushing him all at the same time. That, that's if you're a quarterback, that's an absolute nightmare. But also Chandler Jones and JJ Watt is kind of a nightmare too, right? Um, yeah, I, I I just think that the Cardinals will figure out some new defense defensive stunts and schemes to throw at Stafford. It's gonna confuse him. He's gonna make some mistakes. And I, I have the Cardinals in this game. Really do. Yeah, and, and it's kind of an interesting situation because you know Stafford is obviously very established in the league, but mm-hmm. n- not in the playoffs because not in the playoffs. Has he ever started a playoff game before? He did. He actually played against Dallas, which, if you remember, that game uh, came down to a picked up defensive pass interference on Dallas. Um, I remember watching that very vividly because it was a defensive pass interference, but they picked up the flag. And the Lions, that, I mean, that was like a 30-yard penalty. And that just pushed back the Lions. And, they, and then I think Stafford threw a pick, like, like two plays later. So Right. So, you know, not that established in the playoffs. Like, we right. don't really know his playoff penalties. So, it'll be educational for us. But, I mean, you know, if he rises to the occasion, then go for the Rams. And then, you know, the, I mean, the Rams are still a really good team. So, um <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm excited for this game. This game's gonna be great. Um, oh man, I'm I don't so think sad. The, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. <laughs> it, it, it really does, you know. This is so disappointing. Um, I don't know. I need Anthony Brown, Connor Williams, to both get cut just immediately. Cut. Both I wonder if. I mean, I, I was thinking about it. Like, season two since Sideliner season two started, which was last week of August, twenty twenty one. I think I think our sports teams have been cursed. I mean, what what is some one good thing that has happened to any of our teams since then? There isn't isn't anything. There really isn't. I mean, anything. the best win UT had was like TCU, <laughs> or I guess Louisiana. Yeah, um, I mean, the regular season was cool for Dallas, but you need playoff success. I know since since we're both Spurs fan, I guess we're kicking ourselves that. DeRozan is having like the best year of his career in Chicago. No, I'm happy yeah. for him. He he deserves it. He does deserve it. He was so. he was great when he was here. I mean, he was like he does right, you know. Yeah, shout out shout out to the Bulls, number one in the East but right now. They're, they're cuties though. They don't 
they're not <laughs> going to go far in the playoffs. I really don't think so. Yeah, it's it, it's an inexperienced team, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just um, I, I I just agree with a lot of the talking heads. Dallas just needs to fundamentally change some things around because it's they're they just choke in the playoffs, and I've seen it yeah. time and time again, and it's sad. And, and we, yeah, we don't need to talk about the Giants, but <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go, you'll have what, the, the fifth and the seventh pick? Fifth and the seventh, and I'm praying that Evan Neal falls to us at five. That'd be awesome. Would you also be satis- satisfied with, um, what's his name? Is it Ethan Hutchinson, the Notre Dame safety? Um, it's oh, Kyle, oh, Kyle Hamilton. Never mind, Kyle Hamilton. Oh, Kyle Hamilton, yes. That's my dream scenario. Evan Neal at five, Kyle Hamilton at seven. That's my dream that, scenario. That would be actually, like, really scary. No, that'd be um, awesome. I mean, then we'd have a safety duo of Kyle Hamilton and Xavier McKinney, which is – Xavier McKinney, I think, Xavier was McKinney, top five in the NFL in picks this year. Right. He was balling yeah. out. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Tyler Lindenbaum falls to 24. I don't even know who that is. It's a stretch, the Iowa center. Um, oh, okay. We need a center. We really do. Um, and actually, quick little point. This team has not been the same since Travis, since Travis Frederick retired. Yeah, I was really just about to bring him up. So right, hasn't been the yeah. same team. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna get past it. I'll get over this in like three to five business days, which essentially means like a month or two. If I pay um, an extra fee, can it be like one to two business days? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah, guys, playoff football. I mean, it was exciting. I mean, it's I, about, I, the emotions are high. The emotions are high. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the, I I was thinking like last night I was gonna come on here just screaming, but you know what? I I composed myself. I, That's I'm good. Fine. Yeah. Um. Hopefully this Super Wild Card weekend went amazing for y'all. If you're listening all the way to the end, we appreciate you for listening on Spotify. Make sure you give us a like and download. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, make sure you give us a five star rating. Hopefully your favorite team is still alive in the playoffs. Hopefully and so. you got anything else, Red? I was just going to say, going back to the, you know, composure thing, I find these, you know, the day after a heartbreaking loss to be these episodes to be almost therapeutic. Like, this is good for me. Cathartic. Yeah, I, I actually feel really better now. Good, good, good. How I was feeling. Um, yeah, um, honestly, I'm rooting for the Bengals in the playoffs. Yeah, I think I am, too. Um, I, I am, too. Good, good story. Um, I actually know a few more Bengals fans than I guess I actually realize. Yeah, um, it's actually kind of weird, but I don't know. Go Bengals. From if I'm being matters. completely honest, I'm going to root for whoever I pick. <laughs> That's going to be right, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't really have any, any biases, but the Bengals would be fun. And I'm, I'm debating picking that upset. I'll, I'll think about it. We'll think about it. Um, yeah. Oh, man. Ready, ready to just power through this week, get ready for another great weekend of football. Um, yeah. Happy MLK Day. All the people yes. out there, yes, yes. can't stress that enough. And we'll see y'all on Thursday. See everybody on Thursday. Have a great week.